the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome. You are listening to Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston, New England's oldest African-American church. Hope and Faith Ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father, Dr. Wesley Roberts, Senior Pastor at People's Baptist Church. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love for your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston. Good morning to my People's Baptist Church family. Good morning to our guests and friends. We are delighted to be together this morning to celebrate the goodness and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and to learn more about him and how we can be like him. And so, whether you're here in the sanctuary or online, we hope that the Lord will speak to you and encourage you to be the person that he wants you to be. We are continuing our series, which I have entitled The Royal Road to Happiness. And we come this morning to the third beatitude Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Immediately we run into a problem. What does the word meek mean? Most people think that a meek person is someone who is weak, a pushover, a person who other people can force their will upon. They see someone who is meek as being spineless. However, in the scriptures, the words meek, gentle, and humble are one and the same. Meekness is a character of Jesus Christ, our Lord. In Matthew chapter 11, 28 and 29, Jesus said, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Meekness is also a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Remember when we speak about meekness, we can, we'll be speaking about humility as well as gentleness. And Galatians chapter 5, 22 and 23 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, which means patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. 
This means that someone who knows Jesus Christ as Savior will be growing in meekness or gentleness. And Jesus promises that such a person will be happy and blessed. Living in humility and being willing to forego one's rights for the benefit of someone else models the attitude of Jesus Christ. Striving for power and prestige is not the path to happiness. Meekness is, says our Lord. Meekness begins when we put our trust in God. Then because we trust him, we commit our way to him, we roll unto him our anxieties, our frustrations, our plans, our relationships, our jobs, our health. And then we wait patiently for the Lord. We trust his timing and his power and his grace to work things out in the best way for his glory and for our good. The quality of meekness or gentleness is becoming so out of fashion in our society that you seldom hear words like gentleman or gentlewoman used today. We have a whole generation of youth and adults who have no understanding of or appreciation for the word gentleness or meekness. And that is not surprising. How can they, when our society makes so much of toughness and ruthlessness, visit the toy department in our stores, and what do you find? Guns, tanks, fighter planes, soldiers, etc. Watch television or go to a movie theater, and what do you see? Films of intrigue, violence, murder, war, and lawlessness, among others, all of which reflect the values of our society. Even our comic books, cartoons, video games exploit our children by making them believe that violence is the solution to every problem. Just recently, a six-year-old student carried a gun to school, threatened fellow students, and shot his teacher. Fortunately, she did not die. But there are a lot of people who are in trouble because they did not uh, take seriously uh, what they were hearing about a six-year-old. We have glamorized vice and minimized virtue as a society. We have played down gentleness and humility and played up rudeness, savagery, hate, and bitterness. You can even look at what's going on in Congress, some of our political leaders, what they are saying about the January 6th insurrection and the overthrow, uh, to overthrow our government. You would think that um, uh, they were seeing something different from what the rest of us were seeing when they are defending what was taking place. But we do not have time to, to spend on that. You get enough of that from television. And... Um, but uh, for the 25 minutes that I'm given on a Sunday morning, uh, let's um, look at things differently. 
So let's look at some characteristics of a meek, of a meek person. First, a meek person is not judgmental. Romans 14, 1, 2, 3, Paul says, Welcome all the Lord's followers, even those whose faith is weak. Don't criticize them for having beliefs that are different from yours. Some think it is all right to eat anything, while those whose faith is weak will eat only vegetables. But you should not criticize others for eating or not eating. After all, God welcomes everyone. See, happiness comes when you can accept people who have not attained your level of knowledge or perfection. They don't have to reach up to your standards to be accepted and loved. Galatians chapter 6 and verses 1 and 2, the Apostle Paul says, Dear brothers and sisters, if another believer is overcome by some sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path. Share each other's burdens, and in this way, obey the law of Christ. And the law of Christ is that we love one another, even as Christ has loved us. So how do you react when someone messes up his or her life? Do you tell them, I could see it coming, I wouldn't have been that dumb? Do you have a secret sense of satisfaction when other people fail? It's a meekness is when people disappoint you, that you are gentle, not judgmental. The one thing that angered Jesus most was self-righteous people who are always judging others. But uh, secondly, a meek person disagrees in love. A fact of life is that you can't please everybody. The test of maturity is how you handle disagreeable people, people who irritate you, people who like to get into arguments. Now you have three alternatives. You can retreat in fear, you can attack in anger, or you can respond in love. Meekness or gentleness is not compromising your convictions, being a doormat, always letting the other person have their own way. That's not meekness, that's weakness. It's also not reacting in anger. Proverbs 15 and verse 1 says, A gentle answer quiets anger, but a harsh one stirs it up. So do not get into an argument over something that doesn't matter. Don't make mountains out of molehills. James 3, 16 and 17 says, Whenever people are jealous or selfish, they cause trouble and do all sorts of cruel things. But the wisdom that comes from above leads us to be pure, friendly, Gentle, sensible, kind, helpful, genuine, and sincere. It's a meekness and gentleness means 
strength under control, as you'll find here on your, on your bulletin. Meekness is learning to disagree agreeably. It is being able to walk hand in hand without seeing eye to eye. When people disagree with you, you can fight them, get angry, and be sarcastic, or you can respond in love by giving a gentle answer. We need to learn to be gentle, not to judgmental, with people who let us down. Happy are those who treat others the way God treats us. We need to disagree with people in love, not in anger. Life can be so much better for us, especially for us who are believers in Christ, when we show love and respect rather than showing anger and hate. But a third characteristic of meekness is that a person has a teachable spirit. Meek and humble people are eager to learn. They don't pretend to know it all. James 1 verse 19 says, Remember this, dear, my dear friends. Everyone must be quick to listen, but slow to speak and slow to become angry. This verse tells us how to control our temper. If you are quick to listen and slow to speak, you will not be quick to get angry. But if you are slow to listen and quick to speak, you will be quick to get angry. So we need to learn to listen. I don't think we listen as much as we should. Sometimes you only hear a part of a sentence and you begin to um, come to a conclusion that it's, uh, it's about you. Meek people don't have all the answers. Be very wary of people who have all the answers. The wisest people are the people who are the most willing to learn. They have a teachable spirit or attitude. We can all learn from each other. We all have different experiences, and everyone is ignorant just on different subjects. We can learn from anybody if we know the right questions to ask. Your biggest critics often help you the most, unintentionally. They may mean to hurt you, but God can use their criticism to teach you and make you more sensitive in a certain area, though they have a wrong motive for it. A meek person is not judgmental. A meek person disagrees in love. A meek person has a teachable spirit. And then number four, a meek person controls his her reaction to hurt. Look at what Paul has to say in Romans 12, 17 through 19. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, 
As far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. A fact of life is that we will be hurt by people intentionally many times. So what is our normal reaction when people hurt us um, intentionally? Retaliate. Get even. We're usually at our, at our creative best, thinking of methods to get even. To retaliate is to, is to react. But to respond with forgiveness, even when they haven't uh, asked for it, is to take the initiative. John Powell, in his book, Why Am I Afraid to Tell You Who I Am?, said he was walking down the street with a friend one morning, and they stopped to get a paper. The man selling the paper was very grumpy, very discourteous and, and, and rude. The friend, as he was walking away, said to the, to the man, you have a nice day now. And John Powell asked his friend, is that man always that rude to you? Yes, he said. Are you always that nice to him? And the friend, yes. I'm not going to let one man ruin my day. And uh, it was Booker T. Washington, the founder of Tuskegee University, uh, who said, I will never allow another man to control or ruin my life by making me hate him. The moment you start retaliating, that you start seeking revenge, you give up control of your life. You are reacting, not acting. And that is a position of weakness. The meek or humble person controls his or her reaction. Did you know that only two people in the Bible were ever called meek? The first one we spoke about earlier, where Jesus described himself uh, as meek in Matthew eleven twenty-eight um, and 29. And the second is Moses. In Numbers chapter 12 and verse 3, it says, Now Moses was a very humble man, more humble than anyone else on the face of the earth. Now the context is that Moses was being criticized by his brother Aaron and his sister Miriam because he married a black woman, Zipporah, an Ethiopian. It was an interracial marriage and they were very critical of him. Moses refused to defend himself. He didn't argue or try to explain his actions. Instead, he kept silent and let God take up his cause. And God was displeased with um, Aaron and Miriam, and he punished Miriam by giving her leprosy. And the first time that Moses spoke in this uh, scenario that we're looking at is when he prayed for, pray to God for Miriam to be healed of her leprosy. It's a meekness is the ability to handle a hurt without retaliation. Oh, how we need to learn this lesson. A meek person is self-controlled, controlling his or her reaction to hurt. 
Jesus is saying that happiness belongs to people with self-control. Viktor Frankl, the famous Jewish psychiatrist, was in the Nazi concentration camp at um, Auschwitz. He said, they took my clothes, my wife, my kids, my wedding ring. I stood naked before the SS, that is the soldiers, and I realized that they can take everything in my life, but they cannot take my freedom to choose how I will respond to them. That is a freedom we will always have. So how do I choose to react to those people who hurt me? The Apostle Paul gives us an idea. He says in 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7, For God has not given us a spirit of fear or and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So the secret of controlling your reaction is letting God's spirit fill your life moment by moment. He will break all of those bad habits, all those uh, patterns of reacting, all of those old ways of being negative, defensive, uh, uh, in fear, in anger, or sarcasm. The Holy Spirit can, can break all of those old patterns in our life and fill our life with power, love, and self-control. But let us look at um, the reward of the, of the meek. Matthew 5 and verse 5 in the New Living Translation says, God blesses those who are humble. That means those who are meek. For they will inherit the whole earth. Now this is a strange promise, isn't it? If it had said, for they will inherit heaven, we would have no difficulty understanding it. But it says, for they will inherit the whole earth. Now, time does not allow me to explore all that this means. The simple meaning is that this is our Father's world. And as believers, we are heirs of God and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. All things are ours. We may not have anything now, yet we possess all things. If all things are ours, then when we have a need, we simply go to our Heavenly Father and ask Him for a portion of our inheritance. And Paul says in Philippians 4, 6, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And later in Philippians 4.19, he says, And my God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Jesus says, God blesses those who are humble, for they will inherit the whole earth. Not just the earth as we know it now, but the earth as it shall be. After this earth has been purified by fire, after God shall have burned the works of men to ashes and every trace of corrupt humanity shall have been destroyed, then this earth shall be fitted again for the habitation of the righteous. And angels shall descend with songs, with new songs to sing, and the new Jerusalem shall come down out of heaven 
from God in all his glory. And upon this earth, where once was war, there shall be neither swords nor spears, nor artillery nor missiles. We shall study war no more. The meek shall then possess the land, and every hill and valley shall be glad, and every fruitful plain shall ring with shouts of joy and peace and gladness. In that day, the meek shall shine forth like the sun in the kingdom of their father. For the child of God, the present may appear to be very miserable, very difficult, very confusing, very trying, very desperate. But the promise of Jesus in this text is absolutely worth waiting for. Perhaps sooner than we can possibly imagine, our last trial will have been endured, our last battle will have been fought, our last tear will have been shed, our last sorrow will have been suffered, our last pain will have been felt, and our last mile will have been walked in the midst of this ungodly world. Then, and only then, shall we know the full meaning of this text. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. You can reach us at 617-427-0424. Come visit us in person or on the web at www.pbcboston.org. And tune in every Saturday morning at 10.30 for another inspiring message of hope and faith. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.